Hey guys, Mark here at the How to Heal Your Love podcast. Uh, I'm super stoked to be here as always and really hope to offer a bit of wisdom, some tools, some perspectives, some understandings that are going to help you really lead an amazing life, whether you're flying solo or in a relationship, whether you want to take it to the next level in your relationship, or whether you want your next relationship to be a next level kind of relationship. All of these things um, can be served by getting some good tools and under understanding. So let's dive in. I have a really interesting topic that's, that's very close to my heart tonight, and uh, that's around breakups divorces, separations, and what kind of ensues. Now, there, this could be about uh, 10,000-volume uh, set of books on this, so we're just going to take a little sliver right now, and I, I won't get into how much I think the term breakup is ridiculous. I'll get into that another time. I think that's a ridiculous term, and I'm just going to use it because that's what, we're, what we know at this point. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, a, a term we kind of learn in high school, and I think we can do better. <laughs> I think we can do a lot better, because in high school, we just have no idea what we're doing. We break, oh my God, did you break up with so-and-so? We broke up. It's like, come on, we can do this better. We can do this in a more advanced way. We can do this in a loving, healthy, balanced way where we grow and we shift, and we um, we can, of course, shift the way that we relate, but it doesn't have to be so sloppy and messy and unskillful. And that's what I see a lot. So um, let's dive into this particular topic, though. I Forgive me, I couldn't help but speak to that just a little bit because I, I thought someone might be like, what the heck is he talking about with breakup? Um, so going ahead with that term, and I'll, I'll deal with that on another podcast, I want to talk about some of the just absurd uh, aspects of breakup that I really don't feel like serve us. And some of the things we hear from our friends, some of the things we hear from our families, some of the things we tell ourselves, some of the things we hear societally, and they really keep us stuck. Because here's the deal, you, just as you are, if you can bring your consciousness, if you can be present, if you can engage what's happening for you now while taking steps to the future, you your river will naturally flow. And you can naturally move on. And if you're really engaging the right tools and the right steps, you can move on to something way better and way more expansive and way more fulfilling and amazing. So I want to address a few different angles here. The first one is that we need to just stop damming up an already flowing river. Sometimes it's so uncomfortable post-breakup, post-separation, that we, we flail and we tell ourselves we should feel a certain way. We do whatever we can to avoid how uncomfortable that moment is or the place where we are. And we get similar feedback from our friends and our family and society, which is you should move on, you should be over this, you should be done with it. Have you ever received that? Have you ever heard that from loving, well-intended friends and family? Why do you still care about them? They were terrible. Why do you even give a shit about them? And it's supposed to make you feel better, but it just, your heart hurts more and you don't even quite know why, because really it just triggers the fact that maybe you still care about them. Maybe you hate them. Maybe you have a hurricane within you of, of loving them and hating them. Maybe you are... Uh, shaming yourself, thinking you should move on because they treated you poorly. But the fact of the matter is, is you are where you are right now. So let's start there. 
because the best place you can possibly start is where you are. And we, we push people on from that, and that's bullshit, because the fact of the matter is you are where you are. You know, I, I, I like to say a guaranteed way to lose is to argue with what's happening. A guaranteed way to lose a battle is to start one with this moment. So instead, I'm encouraging you to do that scary thing and just honor that, hey, you're okay where you are. It might be uncomfortable. It might suck. There might be something more for you that you're moving towards, and that's awesome. But one of the days, one of the ways we dam up our natural flow of healing, one of the ways we congest that river is by trying to be somewhere we are not. So first things first, forget what your mom said that you shouldn't feel that way anymore. Forget what your best friend said about, well, why on earth do you feel that way if um, so-and-so was an asshole anyway? Forget that for now and just honor that you do feel whichever way you feel right now. That's one big one. I want to dip into a little psychological understanding because it's going to help you understand what's happening for you. So when we break up, when we separate, when we lose connection, we feel quite often like we're going to die, like we're not going to survive, like we're not going to make it. Now, you might be telling yourself this is silly, but let me explain what's happening in your neurology. Uh, when you are a little kiddo, when any of us are little kiddos, uh, we are very dependent on big people. We're the most dependent species on the planet. If we lose connection, we die. Baby's not going to survive on their own. Infant, toddler, they're not going to survive on their own. Little kids can't make it on their own. They're dependent on big people. So when you're a little kid and you perceive or you actually do lose connection with the big people, your mom gets angry, your dad gets angry, you separate, they can't attend to you because they're human, whatever reason, it actually feels in the nervous system to the child like they're going to die. It says red alert, get connection or we're dead. Red alert, get connection or we're dead. Now, uh, if that happened a lot to you, or you might be saying, well, that never happened to me. Guaranteed it happened at some point, sometimes, because your parents are human. They can't always be there for you. They miss you crying sometimes. They don't see you. They're angry. Maybe they had a fight and they take it out on you sometimes. Uh, maybe you actually did uh, have a parent leave. This, there's a whole spectrum, but ultimately, at some point, your brain wired. And the degree to which you perceive that loss of connection is the severity to which you will experience it in an older age. You might have to hit the little 15-second back on that one. But when you, when you grow older, this then transforms and moves through a much more complex and sophisticated nervous system, but ultimately buried at the very root of it is still a fear of death. I know that sounds extreme, but just tune in. If you've ever had a really bad breakup, there's something in your brain that almost whispers you, you can't survive without this connection. And remember, our brains, when we wire and connect to a partner over either time or intensity of connection, um, we're actually, they're assuming that kind of primary role in our minds and in our psyches that we put our parents in when we were kiddos. So that's, to, so you understand you're not crazy. Your nervous system is firing on its lower levels. It's fight or flight. It's avoid pain, seek pleasure. It's mesencephalon. It's hindbrain. It's midbrain. It's um, reptilian brain. It's saying we must survive. We must survive. We need connection or we're going to die. Now what I'm, the, what I'm offering you here 
is that understanding alone can start to shift, can start to bring on those frontal lobes, that telencephalon, those aspects of your brain that can engage more fully a reality that's actually occurring and can welcome even challenge and support in that pursuit of your healing and your growth and your next level of love. So your neurology right now, if it's telling you you're gonna die, is not correct. If it's saying that you're gonna die because this person left, it's just terrified that that loss of connection will lead to collapse, will lead to an inability to take care of yourself, but you're not an infant anymore unless you're a very precocious infant that is listening to my podcast, in which case, I'm sorry that I just excluded you. However, um, guessing the majority of you are somewhat older, entangling in relationship, and again, you're not gonna actually die, even though it feels that way. And going back to my first point, it's valid that it feels that way. It makes sense that it feels that way, and honor that it feels that way. Just know, relax knowing you're not going to that that part of you still wants to know it's going to be okay because that part of you is still a scared child so now as an adult you can let that part of you know hey kiddo i know it feels like this but it's actually going to be okay um few more points I want to give you before we wrap this up, but really the main point I wanted to give you is stop trying to be somewhere you're not. Honor where you are because your natural presence in the moment will start the river flowing again. See if you can experiment by dipping in in a safe environment, maybe with someone who's really good at holding space that isn't going to try to fix you. See if you can take time dipping into how you actually feel, what it actually feels like to experience the sensation that, oh my God, am I going to die? See if you can let that fire transform you in Phoenix-like fashion to a greater, stronger version, greater, more expansive version of you that's going to actually pull in and magnetize and attract that next greater level of relationship. And you can have that. By the way, as an aside, I work with multiple people who go from crushing devastating breakups, and I shit you not, fully, I then end up working with their, they get all this this self-worth and this empowerment, and their next partner, they're like, hey, one of my rules is we like get tools, and we figure out how to do this the best possible way, and if things are going awry, we go to relationship coaching, and I shit you not, I work with couples who are killing it, and I remember when... I worked with someone who had, they just thought it was never going to get better. They were never going to get over someone. And now they're with an amazing life partner, years in a relationship, an amazing relationship. They live together. They're happy. They're healthy. They work through things. They grow. So you can absolutely have it. I've seen it empirically if you're ready to do the work. So just know that as you engage this moment of this fear and this trauma, you can actually give yourself a platform that you can spring forward into a, an even greater version of life. And and, and you also get to do all of those things that do move you ahead. Uh, one just basic tip is exercise. This may seem silly. You may not want to do exercise. You may not want to exercise at all. But exercising will physically move stuck uh, energy through the body. It will literally move stuck psychology through the body. Uh, which is truly remarkable. And I remember I talked to a friend a long time ago and he, he'd gone through a very challenging, painful breakup. And he said, um, 
it's thank God I was running because it was strengthening my heart every day, getting that blood pump pumping and just strengthening my heart and my body and strengthening my mind through that. Um, so do, you can also do things like that. Obviously, getting out and meeting people. These are healthy things. The danger is quite often we will try to bypass our first step of honoring where we are, of strengthening our heart and our nervous systems and our presence with how we truly feel because of the societal and the friend and the familial feedback to just move on, just get over it, just forget them, just date the next person already, just fuck someone else. You ever get that one? You ever do that and you, you hook up with someone and then you just, it's like temporarily like, Hey, this is okay. Or even maybe during it, you're like, shit, I'm just thinking this other person. But then you, you, at some point it hits you and you're like, damn it. I feel like shit. Rather, instead of bypassing that, that you feel like shit right now, actually use that as your platform and then, yes, then exercise, then go out and meet people at your pace, take your time, taking care of yourself and meeting new people. You don't have to rush anything because it's because you're not afraid of your feelings and you're not meeting people to get away from them. You're meeting people because you kick such ass and you're growing so fiercely and so ferociously that you you want to give people a chance to be around you. You want to give people the chance to to date that, right? I'd want that, so I'm interested in that, right? So honor yourself, honor your feelings, understand where you are, actually makes sense on an emotional and a neurological, psychological level, then engage those aspects of yourself consciously now. Engage that little kid, letting that little kid know it's okay, and healing and growing up that part of you that never knew it was going to be okay before to be alone because now you can handle it. And then go take those epic steps, like meeting new people, like going on dates if it feels right, and then keeping a light touch and having fun. And if those dates bomb, it's a funny story. And if they go great, it's a wonderful connection. And then go join some groups, connect with partners, uh, uh, with friends of the, of the same and of the opposite sex, get that support, Take those baths, look at those tarot cards. Those are all fun things, but just make sure that you're not doing those things to desperately avoid where your heart is now because your heart needs you, and deserves you, all aspects of your heart. And you're strong enough, you can handle that, you can do that. So, if you have any questions, go to howtohealyourlove.com, shoot me an email, give me a call. Take care of yourself. Be smart. If you need support, reach out, right? If you need to talk to a doctor, reach out to the doctor. If you need to talk to a coach, reach out. You know, obviously you can give me a call or shoot me an email. If you need to talk to a friend, reach out and talk to a friend. Don't try to bear this all on your own, obviously. Find safe environments in which you can uh dip into these energies and these feelings in a safe way, right? Maybe you have a smart, loving friend. Maybe you have some friends just hold you physically while you do it. Maybe you cry and say, hey, I just want to engage whatever comes up in my heart. Maybe you cry. Maybe you don't. Maybe you get angry and you just want to be held or you just want someone near you or you just want your mom on the phone, if they can handle it. Right? You want to make sure it's someone that's not going to try to fix you and push you out of the moment because your discomfort makes them uncomfortable. So again, do it in a smart way. And again, if you need help, 
reach out. Go to How to Heal Your Love and shoot me an email or give me a call because I want you to have the most magnificent connection you can possibly have. Um, if you shoot me questions, I can try to answer them via email or uh, on the podcast, but just honor yourself because you deserve it. And where you are right now is sacred and your consciousness and your presence and your ability to be there will get your river flowing and get you healing and get you loving. So go be that magnificent Phoenix self. Or if you're not going through any kind of a breakup, just take this information, not that you'll ever go through a breakup again, <laughs> but just take this and apply it when you need it. Or, uh, you know, if a friend's going through it and you're telling them to just get over it, you know, it's a great learning skill. My guess is if you're here, you probably don't give that information. But learn, grow, love. I'll talk to you soon. It's so wonderful talking to you. I love you. Catch you next time.